We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, this year, they're not choosing between brothers. They're instead encouraging people to light up the heights. That's the name of the event. And it's going to be, they're choosing the color gold, which is the, the color of the football team, I believe. The high, the high school. Yes, the high school. So, bleep that. I'm choosing one. At some point, I'm going to choose a, a Kelsey brother to root for. I will choose a favorite son. I'm not afraid to do it. Who's your favorite? Today, I don't know. <laughs> well, no, because it's so hard. I would say Travis at this point just because he's a friend of the show. He Well, okay. I mean, I have not you know, hung out with Travis yet. When I do, maybe I'll change the uh, opinion on it. Jason just feels like... Uh, is it the better story? Is that fair to say? Like, I really thought, I thought like a year or two ago, Jason was going to hang it up. He had, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, but he had a year, a couple of years ago where he had had, it, it wasn't up to his normal par. And I think he was actually injured and banged up. And so to see him two years later back in the Super Bowl, and not just that, have you seen some of the, the footage of people put out there of him strong arming some yeah, of yeah. the, like, I saw it. I mean, good God. On the Miles Sanders touchdown the, run? Yeah. Just absolutely out-physicaling, just out-leveraging. And you see him following him into the end zone and dance with him? Yep. That was pretty funny. I think that's also the other thing. Travis, great football player. Uh, easy Hall of Famer, by the way. Easier oh, Hall of Famer yeah. than Jason, I think. Um, he's too fit and too good-looking. I feel a kinsmanship with, 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 with Jason Kelsey. I do. I feel like... Not that I could be Jason Kelsey, but I feel like I could be one of Jason Kelsey's boys. Yeah. Right? Like, I bet you Jason, once upon a time, back in the Cincinnati days. He'd, uh, he'd go out and pound some beers with you. I bet you he had an entourage. And I bet you there was a guy who looked like he was a football player, but was really just fat and unathletic, but hung out because he was a good hang. That's me. That's literally what I did with Bowling Green football players when I went to college. Dude, you could hang out with with with, with uh, uh, Jason Kelsey right now mm-hmm. and just tell people you played for the Eagles. Yes. And people would buy it. Actually, I think you'd be surprised how easily you can uh, get away no, with that No, they line. wouldn't buy it because they'd look at your shoes. Wait, 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 wait. So we're saying NFL players don't have hiking shoes? All right. you more, want to, More than one pair. Real quick on that, you want an update? Well, the other got. day I walked inside and both my twin daughters looked and one twin said, oof, dad. And I was like, what? Uh, and the other twin said, your shoes. And I was just like, ow. All right. We're getting to the point where nine-year-olds are, ju- are judging my uh, yeah my amazing shoes. So we were just talking about Mark Ross's comments on Deshaun Watson. I want to play them in full. And we, we've, we've asked about the the progression of Deshaun Watson. I saw it. He wasn't he wasn't setting the world on fire, but I thought he was I thought he looked pretty decent the last three games of the year. So here is Mark's assessment of those six games of Deshaun Watson and what they mean for twenty twenty three. A couple years ago I was real optimistic about the Browns and actually did an article at NFL.com where I left 
they were had the most talented roster in the league. Um, and now it's just, as you said, you know, the Baker experiment failed, and now the whole Deshaun debacle, and just it's all about him. And for good or for bad, whatever. But when I looked at him last year, being yes, he's been he hasn't played in a long time, but it looked like he did not get any better throughout the season. So that's the major concern: how much better he'll get. If we're not talking about Deshaun getting better, then that's pretty. That's it. He's got to get better. There's nothing else around him: defense, pass rush, receiver. He he has just got to improve dramatically and the whole franchise is tied to that and how good he'll be and you know the scary thing is i'm not to put more doom and gloom but you know people forget that even you know his last year in houston they were four and twelve so despite all his brilliance they were four and twelve and you can point to a lot of issues there but you know that's really the concern is okay even if he if he does get better is he really the type that gets better and leads teams to victories and so that's really one through ten of lists of importance for the organization so the first thing, I think you're, we mentioned in the last segment about the the Deshaun doubting. You're going to hear a lot of that this offseason. Um, yeah. I don't think anybody outside of Cleveland is rooting for Deshaun to succeed. I thought that 4-12 and comment, one, I think it's completely unfair to say that three years removed. Two, I, we didn't hear it hardly at all when the Browns traded for Deshaun Watson. You're going to hear um, it a lot this offseason. I, I don't think you heard it from people – around Cleveland because we didn't want to talk about that. Uh, so did you hear it? Cause I, I'll... no, I heard it and I thought it, mm-hmm. but I didn't say it. Mm-hmm. And we didn't talk about it that much because it was like, it was all just, Hey, we want to win. It's just weird. And I, and I understand. Cause we're like, you know, you look at Mahomes. Mahomes has, has been in three Super Bowls now. And the, the two years he didn't make the Super Bowl, they were AFC title games. So I do understand what the bar is for players, but like everybody talks about 2020, they don't talk about 2019 or 2018 where he had him in the playoffs and had a playoff win. So it feels like to look at Houston and say, well, in 2020 he didn't have him in the playoffs or four and 12. It feels a little picky and choosy, right? But that's what we do. We, we make arguments, right? We pick out the stats that back up our opinions and we but, somehow ignore the others. All right, that's fair. Um, even though I still think the four and twelve thing. Do you think it's? Do you agree with uh, Mark that it's Deshaun or bust in twenty twenty three for the Browns? Yes. Okay. When I say Deshaun or bust, I would say if we're talking Super Bowl, you're right. There's no way the Browns make a serious playoff push, and I'm saying in the playoffs and get to a Super Bowl or threaten for a Super Bowl if Deshaun Watson isn't the guy he was in 2019 or 2020. But if we just talk about competitiveness and competing for the playoffs, if you look at the quarterback play outside of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL, average quarterbacks or or, or above average quarterbacks make the playoffs every single year. And while, while everybody, and I mean everybody's putting it all on Deshaun, and that's fair to say they're not going to win a title without Deshaun, being elite. And I'm not even talking about next year. Like it and for the for as long as he's here, if they're going to win a title, it's it's like Mahomes, it's like Burrow. You've now paid him. You don't have a rookie quarterback on a right. rookie contract. If you're going to win a Super Bowl, if you're going to be in a Super Bowl, if you're going to be in an AFC title game, Deshaun's going to have to be elite. But in terms of boomer bust, I think the most important thing is not in 2023. I don't think the most important thing for the Browns is Deshaun is elite. I think the most important thing is Deshaun is much better and the Browns win. 
I'll take the trade off. I would rather, uh, and maybe this is a, a way to think about it. I would rather Deshaun is really good, but not quite elite yet, and the Browns go twelve and four. Or, well, they have seventeen games now, <laughs> twelve and five. Then I would would rather the Browns uh, Deshaun be elite, and they go five and twelve. I I just don't know that one's possible without the other. Like I don't know if if Deshaun plays elite football. I don't know how the Browns don't win double-digit games. Well, but I mean, I don't think that because I think you're a good team. Like I think, I think there are some very rare instances where the quarterback is elite and the rest of the team is elite. Like in Philadelphia, I think Jalen Hurts was elite this year, and I think the rest of the team is elite. They won 15 games. So if if Deshaun and the rest of the team are elite, if you've got Deshaun and a a uh, top 10 defense, a top 5 defense, you're probably winning 14 or 15 games if both of those things are elite. Yeah. But in terms of the rest, of, like, I think people are giving a pass, not an excuse, but a pass for the rest of the Browns roster. The rest of the Browns roster needs to get dramatically better. And I'm talking specifically, and I think Philly's proving this. And you know what? Hell, I think the Chiefs are proving this. Because not only do they have Frank Clark and Chris Jones, they've got Carl Loftus as well, who's a really nice young player. I think the two things you need to be taken seriously as a championship contender, you need either a dynamic front four or a dynamic back four or five in your secondary. Yeah, I mean, Philly's got both. So you need one of those, and you need an elite quarterback. If you really want to, and, and there are some anomalies, right? San Francisco winning without a league quarterback. There will always be anomalies. But I, I think the Browns are close with their cornerbacks. I don't think they're close with their secondary. I don't think safety. they're close with their linebackers, and I don't think they're close with their interior defensive line. And I would agree. But if if we put it all on Deshaun and say it's Deshaun or bust for the Browns to be competitive, and competitive to me is you are nine-win, ten-win team with a chance to make the playoffs. I'll take that. If if you make the playoffs next year and you're a ten win team, I will take that. A lot of people I think need a playoff win, and I we'll get we'll have that conversation when we hypothetically get there, or when we actually get there. I don't know why I said hypothetically there, but I think for now, a three win jump and Deshaun looks pretty good, like above average, right? He and he teases that vintage I thing. I don't know, man. I, I don't think we're paying for above average. Yeah, I think you're paying to win. And and so my greater point is, if you're putting this all on Deshaun, I think that's setting up for, for a disappointment. Not saying that Deshaun can't do it, but the Browns is currently constructed. I don't think you're doing I mean, Jacoby Brissett had the offense top 10 in the NFL, and you were 4-7. and seven. I, I don't think that's an indictment on Jacoby. Which I think some people did. Two one six five seven eight double zero nine two. Is it is it Deshaun? Is it vintage Deshaun or bust in twenty twenty three for the Cleveland Browns? Rich, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, guys? Doing well. Welcome. Thank you. Um, I I don't even know why we're having this discussion because as fans, we were told that once we got rid of get where we we're going, he was holding us back. Deshaun was the answer. That's what we were sold. There's 230 million reasons Deshaun Watson or bust. He is paid to be the man, guaranteed. So there is excuses for him. Well, I don't Rich, understand this. Rich, real quick, because your phone's breaking up, buddy. Nobody's making excuses for him. Uh, real Xavier P on Twitter pointed out, uh, looking back to 2020, 
Deshaun Watson played an elite level. He had a defense that was bottom 12. That's why the Houston Texans went 4-12. and 12. So it's less to say Deshaun doesn't need to be elite. Yes, it's the quickest way. It's like it's like the idea when we set the bar for the Deshaun trade or the Donovan trade. The cheat code is win a title. If you win a title, everybody will be happy. Nobody will be mad no matter what happens afterwards. It's it, Same thing with, with the Rams this year. Who cares that you won four games or five games? You won the no, Super Bowl won last the, year. You won the championship last so year. So it's the easiest way to end the conversation of has this trade paid off? Is everything going well? But that's only one way to define success. And I think that's what, like, I think I think we did this with Baker, too. Well, if Baker's not a franchise quarterback, you don't pay him. If if and, and not just that, if Kevin Stefanski is an elite coach, fire him. We do this thing where we put these guys on such a point here. And yes, Deshaun has to be better. And not just better, he needs to be he needs to be who he was for the first uh, the last three games of this year without any of the turnovers. That's and, who he needs and to be. Like cut the sacks in half. Yes. Although I think that's I think that's just kind of kind of be an issue with him. It was certainly in Houston. And um but like it's kind of a big deal. Yes, he needs to be better, as does the rest of the team. So it's not that I don't think like, yes, elite, vintage Deshaun, whatever you want to call it, is the cheat code. It makes us all feel better. But the Browns have to be better as well. The Browns have to put him, whether it's on the field or off the field, in a better position to succeed. And how you do that is you build a better roster, which currently it's not good enough. We played some Mark Ross clips from our show yesterday, and it sure made him seem like I had asked him, Dusty, like, you know, uh, you know, what are the things the Browns can do to to make to to get better this year? And the answer was Deshaun Watson has to be better. Which is a which is a fair like that is a fair statement in and of itself. But I think three things to ask yourself, and I just pulled that number out of my hat, so I'm probably gonna have to find a third one here. But I think three things maybe you can ask yourself were one, did the Browns put him in the best possible to uh, possible light to succeed schematically in 2022? I I think the fact that they have to overhaul the offense tells you they didn't. Two, did they put him in the best possible position to succeed with with the talent around him? And I think. I think having your fifth string center, not having a speed receiver that you could work with, and Joku was banged up a fair amount of the time that he was back. Um, you didn't really run the ball. The defense was good but inconsistent, uh, at least when he played. Well, that doesn't sound like the best possible environment. And three, there is no three because I totally pulled the number three out of my ass. So there's two things. Yeah, there were two things. I should have said two things, and then Always maybe if I, had a, if I had a third thing, then we could have had it. So – it, and none of that is a defensive to Sean, but I think context matters. And I just don't think anybody has the fair context for Deshaun, what he achieved in six games, why it looked that way, and how much of that's on Deshaun in the time he was off, and how much of that is on right. the Browns. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know that we have an answer for that right now. I mean, I think at this point, um, my biggest thing with Deshaun is I think he was really rusty. I think he hadn't played in a long time. Uh, I hope that it's not a mental thing like Jason Lock and Four made the point with us last week when he talked about how he thinks and I think it's extreme what his take was, but he's like, I don't he's like, I don't think Deshaun's ever gonna be the same. Like that I mean I, I it seems a little early early to have that take, mm -hmm. but if that turns out to be the case, then we're screwed. No, you are, but it's also what's the likelihood of that? I think at this point, uh I, I think there's I think it's fifty fifty. 
Oh, I, I, I think the event that Deshaun, it's a mental thing and it'll never be no, good again. No, I'm, I'm, my point is, I mean, will he be better? Will he ever be the same player that he once was? I think there's a fit, like a, a legitimate 50% chance he gets back to where he was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think there's a 50% chance that he doesn't. I think I'm, I'm a lot more optimistic than 50-50. Um, I think I, it's so difficult because we do this. I think some of the frustration is that Deshaun wasn't good enough to lead the Browns to the playoffs this year, despite the fact that when he came back at 4-7, and seven, we all agreed, like, it'll be a miracle if you get to above 500. Um, and I, what it, he would have had to go 5-1 and one for that to happen. I I think I think a lot of our worst fears are coming from the fact that Deshaun wasn't good enough, and quite frankly, neither were the Cleveland Browns. But I think one of those things, I think playing six games this year will matter. I think playing six games this year can absolutely and and should absolutely be the bedrock of him getting back to where he needs to be. And it might not be week one. I think that's something we all like. There still might be a process. But remember, the other part that I think, and and this is, I, I slept on this, guys, because I did do the thing of, I don't care, it's $230 million, give it to me. This is a guy that didn't play for 700 days and walked into the NFL the first week of December. So we're talking about week the first five weeks of next year, him just being able to play and get used to football in September and slowly build up instead of having to start trying to build up in December I think that's going to be his best friend. And you know what? Everybody talks about, ah, offense, offense. Take care of the defense. I, if you can take care of the defense, figure out what you're going to do at center and find a speed receiver. Not a name. Just find me find me a DJ Chark, a one-year guy. Yeah. Like, I think that should be enough, plus a full offseason. Because I think everybody seems to be like, I'll ah, put it all in the offense. Trade for Nuke Hopkins. Trade for a uh, elite left tackle. Tra- no, 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 no. The defense is where the work needs to be. The offense, I think the work is going to be done in the offseason with with getting Deshaun where he needs to be. 216-578-0092. Is it elite Deshaun Watson or bust in 2023 for the Cleveland Browns? Let's go with Tom. Tom, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, how you doing, my friend? Now, quick question. Should I carry the three? No, you only have no, two. You only two. carry the two, but I can understand uh, why you might want to carry the three. I do get yeah, that. Yeah, well, you know, I'm new here. I just wanted to say this regarding Deshaun. I think that a lot of people are overlooking the fact that there's just a huge amount of pressure on this kid. He was on the cusp of being the face, one of the faces of the NFL. Everybody loved him, from Clemson to Houston, all throughout the league. Now, all of a sudden, he's Satan incarnate. That's a lot for a young man to bear on his shoulders. And I just want to say this. Deshaun, if you're listening, go be Deshaun Watson, brother. We will catch up to you, and we will be good. Love you guys. Have a good one. Thank you, Tom. I mean, I I think there is – I think the intense scrutiny where Deshaun was the biggest story in the NFL for eight months. (laughs) I mean, even after – even after the trade, the news was, well, how much is he going to get suspended? And then even after that, that that's the only time that it, it died down, maybe during the regular season, and right. then the second it came back, it spiked up again. I think one of the benefits is, I'm sure there will still be people saying mean things about Deshaun this offseason because of the allegations, and I think from the NFL side of things, because people are still pissed about the contract, I don't think the negativity is going to be anywhere close 
I don't think the distractions are going to be anywhere close. And I think having a full offseason without that hanging over your head, mm-hmm. I I think that might end up being the ultimate medicine for Deshaun Watson to get back to what Tom said, which is to be Deshaun Watson. Yeah, hindsight, obviously, it may have just been better for him to, to be suspended the entire season this year and not have to come back in December. I mean, yeah, that was that was tough. Yeah, or or, or I mean, I can I ask you, you six games is like such a small sample size, and like and when he started, was and just, when you come back and it's twenty degrees outside, like do you think if if the sample size had been bigger, if he had only been yeah, suspended, had, had he played you know ten or more games, I think it probably we we'd have a better feel for what he what uh what he's going to be. And I think more importantly, I mean it, I you still probably get beat by the Ravens. <laughs> like that actually game might have been more lopsided. You still probably like some of the losses over the next 4 weeks probably don't change. Maybe get another loss. But I think starting in October probably does help Deshaun better. So to me it's either maybe it would have been better if he got suspended the whole year or yeah. maybe the six game suspension we would have finally seen the real Deshaun at the end of the season there let's go with Eric welcome to the show buddy what you got for us hey how's it going guys um so i i guess in my opinion i mean we were sold the bill of goods that somebody wasn't good enough and we need an elite quarterback okay cool so we got this elite quarterback he was suspended looked like garbage for six games next season he better have 30 TDs and less than 10 picks. Mm-hmm. That, that to me, is I think the that's threshold fair. of elite quarterback. Mm-hmm. And then our defense needs to play better. I mean, all of us, it, it was just a bank shot. We figured the defense was going to be at least top 10, and it was terrible. Otherwise, I think this whole thing is going to pot and the trade wasn't worth it. None of this is worth it. So, Eric, like, real quick, I mean, buddy. Let's say he has more than 30 touchdowns, less than – uh, ten interceptions, and next year the Browns are eight and nine. Is the trade a success? I guess that's tough. I mean, if if Deshaun himself was kind of reason because he couldn't elevate receivers like elite quarterbacks should be able to do, um, then yeah, it's a, it's a success. If it's because the defense can't stop a running game like this year, well, then we 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 got a hell of an issue. All right, Eric, we appreciate you, buddy. Thank you so much. Yeah, I I think I think the two things that I think are automatically going to make sure that next year the context is better, because I, I think the Browns would use the word unlucky. That's that's kind of a mathematical thought. That's kind of an analytics thought. Um, I think the context was really tough this year. Having a young defense early in the season, I think that hurts you. Um, and, and by the way, you chose the wrong veterans. That I think that also hurts you. Um, and then I do think, like I, I think, I think turning over a top ten offense to Deshaun, and then trying to figure it out <laughs> in real time, I think contextually that's an impossible situation to be in when you haven't played football for seven hundred years. Those aren't defenses, but those are probably realizations. Seven hundred years. Seven hundred years. It's a long time. I feel like the old lady from Titanic. It's been eighty-four years. That's what it feels like since the Browns have last won. Uh, seven hundred days. Those aren't defenses, but they are probably things we didn't realize in the moment because mm-hmm. you're in the middle of the season. You're trying to get your team to win. Jim, welcome to the show, Jim. James, Jimmy Jam, 
Jimbo. Jamestown. All right. Man, had a lot to say. Let's go with Rel. Welcome to the show, Rel. Hey, hey, hey. How y'all guys doing, man? Doing all right, buddy. What you got? I just, I, I, I get the conversation, man. I know, you know, it's, it's sports talk radio, so I get it. That's fact. But I think, like, I think you can, I think you can basically say, I don't, well, first of all, I don't believe that it's Deshaun Watson or bust. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's our quarterback, so obviously he, pay, he plays, he's going to play an, an integral role in our success. But you can say that about any quarterback that's playing in his league. You know, whether he's elite or not elite, you can say that just about any quarterback in this league. Do you think, you think, what do you think the uh, Bengals are going to do next year if Joe Burrow goes out and bums up, and bums up, the, uh, bums up a game? They're going to they're gonna suck. You well, understand what I'm saying? Real quick, because I'll give you a chance to respond to this. I agree. I agree that the, you know, the NFL, not, nothing matters so much as the quarterback. I would also say Joe Burrow's had two good years here beforehand. I, yeah. I think the other thing that adds to the expectations here are we don't know Deshaun Watson from Adam outside of the fact we knew he was really good in Houston. So yeah. there's not like a there's not a backbone of trust to fall back on with Deshaun. But so okay, I get that much. But here's here's two, here's a couple of things that we do know, right? We do know the last two seasons we all came into those seasons as fans thinking that we were going to get more than what we got at the end of the season. We do know that, right? We do also know that there was one guy that's still here, that still had that, 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 that loaded roster, that all that talent and all this, all this head of steam that's, that's going forward was, is still here. And that's Kevin Stefanski. This thing hinges on him. This thing hinges on whether he can work with Deshaun, whether he can get Deshaun in position to do the best that he can do as our quarterback. Let me ask you this. You say elite, right? You guys use elite a lot, and I freaking hate that word. But I said think, vintage once. But here's the thing, though. Do you think even the elite ones, are they, are, we know their talent, we know their God-given talent, but are they elite also because they're in a good system? They're in good coaches in their ear. They're in good coordinated systems where they can shine and do the best that they can be and do and be the best that they can be. This thing hinges on Kevin Stefanski. Uh, Deshaun Watson is low-hanging fruit for people who run around keep talking about, we gave him $230 million. Listen, check your, check your bank account, brother. I guarantee you none of y'all gave Deshaun Watson $230 million. Let the boy go out and ball, and let's see what happens, man. Thanks. Ralph, what word should we use instead of elite? But, I mean – Use whatever you want. I don't care not like the word, but what I'm saying is you, you, you've taken every other player or every other quarterback that comes in this league, and, and if he's not elite, then now he's put in a bag as this. He's not that good. He's not that, you know, you can't count on. I mean, let these guys go out and play. I, call him elite. I don't care if you call him elite. So like I franchise quarterback? It's a loaded word, though. I think it's a loaded word that can, that can just, just open up doors for all kind of confusion. That's all. Like awesome? Is awesome a good word? Awesome's a great word. You're awesome, Ken. You're awesome. Wait, Ken. you just called me Ken? Oh, damn. I don't even like Ken Carmen. My oh. bad. <laughs> oh, that was hateful. Oh, man. that I think somehow you hurt both big guys at the station. You dinged me, and then you dinged Ken. Man. Save a fat man. Good Lord. Ken's not fat. He's just big boned. I, I just drink my ranch dressing straight. I can call myself fat. I don't call other people fat. Don, welcome to the show, buddy. Real quick, what you got? Hey, I, you just said something about Deshaun Watson and all that time off, right? Now, I will agree that, you know, him not playing for a while is definitely going to have an impact on him getting back in. But I think it gets overstated in this regard. 
and he was here last year, early in the year. He was here for training camp. He's had the playbook. It's not like we picked him up and he had a week of training camp and boom, he started week one of the season. This dude's been with us for a while. He's had the playbook for a while. I don't expect him to be what exactly he was, but I think it's too much of an excuse for him. The excuse of him being away is being overstated. You know, he actually didn't show much, many signs of what the guy that we're expecting or we thought we were getting. I'm hopeful he will be that. But you saying that just reminds me, like, I think it's just, it's too much excuse making for a guy who's considered, to use the other callers, you know, word, elite. He's considered elite. I think the, I think we settled on the word awesome there, Don. Don, thank you for the call, buddy. Um, If I had more... If I had more comparables to what Deshaun went through, uh, that 700 days off, if I had more comparables at the quarterback position in this era of football, um, the, of guys who'd been off for 700 days and came back and were great, maybe I could agree with you. But I don't know. I think it's a valid I, – I don't think it's an excuse. I think it's a valid reason on why he looked the way he did against Houston. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.